People are my passion, and this podcast is about just that. Life, love, careers, relationships, the ups, the downs, the funny, and sometimes not so funny things that happen along the way. I think that everyone has a story to tell, and I want to hear it. So join me weekly as I sit down with everyday people from all walks of life to find out what makes them tick. You are listening to Bright Minds with Ashmon. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for continuing to listen and to support me. I am Ashley Bright. You are listening to Bright Minds with Ashmon. And I have got Wilmington's own Connor Barth hanging out with me today. Hey, boy. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this with me. I um, really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Happy Was it a super random text message you got asking you to do this or does this happen to you a lot? It's actually been happening a little bit more lately. Um, I've done a few. You know, the podcast... Uh, kind of world is really, really getting bigger. And, it really um, is. Sometimes it's intimidating. Like yeah. there's too much content, you know? No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> fun. I've, I've enjoyed it. And I mean, I've, I've talked to my buddies about maybe actually starting one as well, but, um, no, I've been, I've, so lately, yeah, I've had a few different interviews and, um, have they been just, local ones or all over the place? Mostly local. Okay. Um, a good buddy, high school buddy of mine who wrestled and played football with me, he uh, started one as well. So give him a shout out. Who is it? What should we be listening Ed to? Ed Griffith. Um, I have to figure out what the podcast. I for, <laughs> it's I actually hate fair. This. I put you on it's the spot. It's fair. Yes, I should have been prepared for that. But no, he's a he's a he's a high school buddy of mine. He's actually living over in um, over in uh, where is he right now? I think in Thailand. No or way. Ba- maybe he's in Bali, but he's been. He works for a, a I think an energy company, and um, yeah, so he's over there with that his family. That is yeah. wild. So he brought his whole family, uprooted them yep, to yeah. Thailand. Yeah, he's been all over. Good for so him. I think man. he's in Bali, maybe. But yeah. I got a go, reason to go visit. Same difference. Reason, yeah, <laughs> reason to go visit. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. So, like I said, Connor is a Wilmington native. He, well, you went to Hoggard, right? I went to Hoggard, Jeez, yeah. Louise. I always mix up Hanover and Hoggard. Um, and I think that you and my husband are maybe two years apart. How, old, how old is your husband? Uh, almost 40. Yep. So, I'm 30. I'll be 37 in April 11th. Dang. Happy birthday. So thank you. Oh, yeah. You know? We're, yeah, We're so getting yeah. old, man. <laughs> but yeah. So, I uh, obviously, he's a, I'm a UNC and he's a state guy, but it's... Well, it's, I do feel like this town's pretty tiny, right? Yeah. So, we all have like... a know each other somehow and i think that we all essentially know each other through chris honig yep he's uh <laughs> i always say he's like he's gonna be like the next mayor the mayor of wilmington yeah, boats and honig i think That's it's like guy. a game instead of three degrees it's one degree of separation from honig and i swear to god connor one time i was in new jersey i i think i went on like a interview there one day and i'm getting on this plane it's late in the night i'm sitting by this girl and she ends up we're flying to wilmington she was like by any chance do you know chris honig i'm like you would say that yeah. to me right now. No, yes, I do. <laughs> he's uh, so my my girlfriend. She moved here about a year and a half ago from Florida. And did she move here for you? She moved here from Megacorp. But oh, cool, we cool, met. Cool. She okay. works. At, she works for Megacorp <laughs> Logistics. But then we 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 met a weekend. Uh, her moving here on it. No we, way. We met on a dating on a on Hinge, a dating dating app. You and Matt Parr, man. Go yeah. ahead. Find um, these lovely ladies. But it was just funny because now she's realizing when she first started going out with myself and Chris and because we're I mean, Chris is born and raised and then yeah. I'm, I've been here since ninety six and then obviously playing That counts. You count as a townie. Yeah, playing football, <laughs> be, you know, being from here, she quickly realized that you literally it's we like she likes to we like to grill out sometimes just at the house because yeah. when we go out it's like you see 
because everyone's going to the same places. hundred percent. So. And then you're like reminiscing. I actually kind of look like, so the brights are from here too. Yeah. And I look like Steven's sisters, which is kind of a weird thing that yeah. I think a lot of couples do. Somehow you marry someone that looks like your siblings. <laughs> I'm just short with brown hair. And people always are like, are you Lindsay Bright? Like, did I graduate with you? I mean, it's like, it's very yeah. funny. I, mean, I, I love going out. I love going out to eat. I love, I think our, you know, food and everything. It's starting yeah. to get a lot better here in town. And, uh, but I, I always joke with Mackenzie, my girlfriend, I'm like, sometimes I just like to shoot. She quickly realized, well, I kind of like to eat in a lot and just kind of relax. Just because when you go out, you're like, you see like everybody, every everybody. time. And it's not, it's, it's great sometimes. But um, if you start, if you start going out every weekend, it's, uh, it's it gets a little, a little bit. And then yeah. she was like, now I understand. Cause it's, she's like, we'll be sitting at the bar at Origins. And I was, I think we were all together. Me, um, Chris, I know I love Origins and I went there yeah. for lunch yesterday. Keep going. It's a great, it's a great <laughs> spot. And uh, they're carrying Blue Shark Vodka now, which is great. Oh, so holler. it's always a good, <laughs> one of the reasons, no, it's good stuff. But uh, Ash does a great job with his restaurants, but we're sitting at the bar and it's, we might've gotten an appetizer and I've already talked to probably 20 people. And That's it's amazing. just, so I'm like, let's just grill out. Let's grill out next time. You're you know? about to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just so derailed from this like lovely outline I've done. But one, he's from here, right? Who's that? Ash. Oh, I, I'm not sure if. Is he I, the chef? No, he owns. He's he the owns owner. It. Yeah. So the so. chef there was the chef at Brasserie and okay. he worked at the surf club with Parr oh, and nice. Steven like back okay. in the day. And I feel like we're, oh, I'm about to throw some shade, but Brasserie is not as good now that he left. And now I love Origins. Like yeah. he's amazing. Um, so Ash is the owner. Ash is the owner. Does I think he still ones? has Circa downtown. Nice. But he sold Boca and okay. um, obviously that's closed now. I'm loving Soundside. the vibes at Origins though. It's yeah, really, Origins. They did a great job a with space. the decorations and all that. The, the interior design looks awesome. And uh, yeah. Do you, is it just from being here? Or do you get, I asked Ryan, Ryan Nyquist on this podcast and I asked him that once too. I'm like, are you at Harris Teeter? And people are like, hey, what's up, man? Like, do you oh, find yeah. people doing that to you? Yeah, so I shop at grocery stores at odd hours, <laughs> so I don't have it's to. Really, I'm not like, like an introverted person at all. I'm very extroverted, <laughs> but it's sometimes it's like I literally had a one time I went in to get toilet paper, and I got some high school. I think he was working there. Aww. Was like I could see him kind of following me aisle to aisle, and I'm like, it's fine, it's, it's cool, kind of cute. You no, know, it's awesome. But then it turned in for me like a five minute run for toilet paper into a forty minute. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's just like you, you know, be a it, jerk, it's fine. You know? But then yeah. no, 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 I'm, I'm always if I'm the I will never, I'm always say I'll say hi to anybody. I'm not introverted at all. It's just sometimes. It's just, I can see you being yeah. a lot. I don't know. I don't I'm not going to lie. The Insta Instacart is really, uh, I'll tell you the COVID day. thing with Instacart, man, it's been a very, uh, it's bad. Listen, I, I still use it all the time. My son, he's nine and he was like, it's great as a mom that he thought it was really cool. You were coming over. Like he's so into sports, like tis the age. Like he just, he gets up in the morning and comes down, watches highlights that's for awesome. everything. And he was really excited. Like that's cute. Though, no, you know? I mean, I'm up every, uh, get up on is my show. I need to be watching more news or the stock market, but sports I'd watch is just the I, jam. Yeah, sports is just my, um, we're just, it's just, I don't know. I love it. And baseball's coming up and then we're big Red Sox fans. And, uh, then obviously still watch the bills have been disappointing us for the last, I, I think years. being a Bills fan yeah. is just a journey, you know? Uh, we're like, better. We're getting yeah. there, but it's just, um, yeah. And I feel so. like everyone roots for you. It's like the underdog. Like, I was pulling for the Bills hard yeah. this year, you know? I've just, gotten a lot of people. Also because the Steelers stunk it up. So. A lot of my buddies are now in the Bills Mafia. They're on the bandwagon. I love it. Um, love it, love it. Hopefully the Panthers will. All right, we'll, man. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we should get back on track. Yeah, let's sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I think that's my fault, which is kind of the charm of this podcast. Yeah, I'm just like, it's all about. sometimes I'm worried, like the guest is going to be weird and I don't want to talk about and, and just this ends up happening instead. All right, guys. So Connor, he grew up here. He played football at Hoggard. Were you always a kicker? I'm assuming. I don't know. No, I was, uh, baseball was my best sport. Oh, um, well, shoot. Okay, moved let's go. Here, moved here from Tennessee and um, in sixth grade and the level for some reason, when I moved here, the level the the level just wasn't 
as as high as when I moved from Tennessee. For baseball, I, mean, I was traveling yeah. to Oklahoma, Florida, all over the country. I was wow. playing eighty five games when I was ten, and a lot of a couple of my buddies are in the MLB now that played with me back in the day in Tennessee. But I moved here and just the level kind of dropped off, and I just kind of got burnt out, and I would have had to travel to Myrtle Beach to really be on a really good travel team yeah. and. I Sorry, just, that, that alone makes me giggle, but keep going. I just <laughs> fell out. Of, I fell out of love with it. I wish I didn't just because, man, those guaranteed contracts now are fantastic Dang. in baseball. But um, I, soccer was my obviously a great. I was really good at soccer. So I continued playing that. You were blowing my mind right now. Like I just thought you were like, yeah, I'm just always a football kicker. No, I, I didn't. I didn't play. I did not touch a football until my freshman year of high school. Holy moly! Um, so I knew nothing about it. My dad went to Notre Dame, so he was obviously he's a big football fan. Absolutely. Um, we were watching a game one night, and um, I was we were yeah I was I was kind of he kind of let me stay up late, um, and I was way past my my bedtime, but. <laughs> I saw the kicker. I, and they, that was it? You were like, we were watching. Yeah, we were watching a guy kicking. I was like, man, I bet I could do that. And they were actually starting to have tryouts because back when I was there in 2000, my freshman year of high school at Hoggard, there was no actual kicker. It was just like a wide receiver kicking. No way. Yeah, so there was no like true kicker. So um, a few of the guys from the soccer team came over and they were looking for somebody to kick. And, you know, honestly, a lot of the guys were as good as I was, but I was like the only one that kind of stuck with it and really like put in the work and – I knew I wasn't quite good enough to play soccer in Europe because that's where the money, that's where the big money is. But so you're just athletic. You were playing yeah. baseball, playing soccer at a competitive level. Then you just dabbled in football and that stuck too. Like you're just my, athletic. A lot of my friends and girlfriends say you're good at everything. And I hate it. I don't want to say yeah. that. It's just, I, I have a natural ability to pick stuff up pretty quickly. And which is I, um, nothing wrong with that. I think, but you also just said something that was amazing. You said you put the work in because uh, I think that's, I mean, Connor, that's part of it, right? Uh, like you can, you can be gifted all day long, but you can be a bum too. Like, when I, <laughs> when I talk to any, you know, when I talk to any kids or haven't, you know, go out and go speak anywhere, it's about, you can't like, there's a lot of people that is, is just as good, but it's the person that wants to put in the extra work. Works and, harder. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. that's, there was plenty of, soccer guys that were probably way stronger legs than I did, but I was the one that went to camps and actually really honed in the craft because soccer, a kick, kicking a soccer ball and football is completely different. Sure. So there's, it's just, so you got to kind of, if you're going to be good at one of them, you got to got, you just have to focus on it. And after my freshman year of high school, I just stuck with football because they were kind of, the coaches were kind of like, Hey, you got to make a decision. Cause I saw my potential with football and I was going to ask, so at what point, so you're kicking now through your high school career, at mm-hmm. what point were you like, all right, I, I will do this in college. Um, is that where you set your sights? Like, let me go to let me yeah. get a ride to school for this. Yeah, someone said you can you, you know you can go to school for free, and I'm like, man, because you know my my parents they do very well, but you know college it's always it's now. always a burden on families <laughs> to have to pay yeah. for college, and uh, so I think that for me it's um, I don't know I had to you know I was like, man, I could really they were like I, I asked somebody I was like I could really play for free at school. They're like, yeah, your parents don't have to pay for college. I'm like, man. That'd be amazing for them. Yeah. So I just was like, all right, this is what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, because I wanted to help them out because, you know, my dad has taught at UNCW. My mom was in the pharma industry. Okay. And do, they do very well. But still, I mean, it's, you know, college is expensive. So. so did you get a couple offers or was Carolina just like, were you always a Carolina fan and that was a dream or how did that come to be? Um, It was, I was never, I always tell people I would have gone anywhere, but because my dad was an Notre Dame grad. My mom went to George Washington. So for me, it was not like, I wasn't like set on UNC. It was between, I really want to go to Notre Dame, but they didn't want a scholarship, someone in my class. So it was between Ohio State and UNC. And I would have had to redshirt my freshman year at Ohio State. This sounds like a tough choice in my brain and, right now. Well, I look back now, I wish I would have gone on like a hundred visits, but um, I got my coach was the UNC, current UNC kicker. So he was kind of pushing me towards Carolina because he was, he was graduating. Um, my holder in high school, his dad was Bill Dooley. He's a legendary yeah. coach. 
he was like, you got to go to your in-state school. And then, and then, um, so I was just kind of getting a lot of people telling me, Hey, you need to stay in state. Like it's important and to you're 17, 18 years yeah. old. Like, you know, that's just, you've listened to what people yeah, were telling you. Just like, you know, it's important to stay in state and, you know, be a part of that. And I was like, you know, it is cool that my parents only have to drive a couple hours to watch sure. me play and I could start as a freshman. That was the big thing. And it's like, I mean, it is, sorry, Stephen Bright, but it's a great school with a great reputation. Hey, I tell people all the time, and this is no, I, you know, Carolina is, I, you know, I bleed, you know, Carolina blue, but yeah. I always say I had no affiliation to UNC anything. NC State did not recruit me. Hey, so we'll ch- blame that. We'll blame uh, in the it pack. Was Chucky, it was Chucky. Um, Dude, I'm too, I didn't, I don't know. I only became a fan once yeah. I married him. I'm from Pittsburgh. So. But um, <laughs> he was, they, 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 they scholarship, scholarship a guy in my class who had become like the all time uh, extra point holder ever in the history of, of North Carolina. And I was like, but I went 20 for 21 on field goals my senior year of high school and almost had the national record for Dang, field goals. Dude. I think you'd rather take the guy who kicks more field goals and <laughs> extra points, but. They scholarshiped the other guy, and he ended up uh, dropping out of school his freshman year because he was homesick. No way. And I went to. I wonder what he's doing now. I, I mean, but so I always, uh, I always tell my buddies like you know Chris and 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 everything. I'm like I would you know if they would have recruited me, you could have been a Packer. I mean that's where all my <laughs> friends went to school. Yeah. I mean because you I mean no offense to UNC is just a it's just hard to get into school. You know I'm not saying NC State isn't, but um, it's just a. It is I mean, wild, I would not right? have I would not have gotten to UNC if I didn't play football. Um, Connor, so. I think that all the time and having kids. I so I went to Elon and I'm like, I think they would laugh at me now if I applied there. And they're like, get out of here, girl. We always joke now. I don't think my dad's like, I don't think I'd get an Notre Dame now Isn't just because it's the just way it is uh, now. Like you could have like a five zero somehow but, graduated and do all the sports. But like, let me tell man. you, I always tell tell you know high school kids and stuff. I'm like, listen, if you put in the work, it doesn't matter what school. Like you have to work like it, it i mean it's just you got to work at your grades too it's not like it's not it's like anything else like you have to put in the time because i did not get prepared for hogger from hogger to go to unc sure. i was struggling Ooh. my freshman year yeah and so but then i realized like it doesn't matter how well you did in high school as long as you put in the work in college you can go to any school and that's the thing that's what i hate about this whole sat stuff and if you put your mind to something and you should be able to go to school wherever you want because it's just, I mean, it's about you putting in the work. And Absolutely. if you want to be there, I love this if you want to be there, you know, like that's yes. the thing. And I finally was like, oh, man, I better get it together because I'm not going to be able to play football if I don't get my grades up. Oh, what do you have to have? What kind of GPA do you have to have to keep playing? I think it was like, I a, I think it was like a two point, a two point oh or two point five or something. But I ended up, um, I struggled my freshman year, but then I was Dean's List uh, pretty much the Good rest of you, it. My man. dad, uh, my dad, and my mom, uh, you know, no one, you know, when you're in high school, it's like, you don't have, you have to study, but it's like I had 4.0. Yeah. And it wasn't the hardest thing to do. I think it's such an interesting topic in itself, which I'm, I'm not going to derail us again, but Steven was so smart, just never had to try, yeah. just graduated with 4.0. I think he was like, not the valedict, what's it, salvedictory, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. the next one. There's all kinds of different ones. And then ones he there. went to college and he got in the engineering program and he, um, he got like D's, like he had a tough time yeah. where I was not that smart and had to try really hard in high school. But then I went to college and I was the Dean's list the whole time. Cause yeah. I already knew how I had to study. Unfortunately, I had to study my whole life or fortunately. <laughs> oh, I think it's the whole, like you're finally on your own in, in college God, man, and so no fun. one's telling you that you yeah. have to like, uh, oh, we had tutors and help and it helped us, but it's like, you know, we, I, you know, the whole, like hear about all the people that don't go to class. Like I had to go to class. Like 100%. if I didn't go to class, yes. no one was helping me. And I never was a, I'm, you know, I was obviously my parents raised me well. I, I didn't cheat, nothing. I just, I wanted, I, <laughs> I, I failed, you to clarify that. <laughs> I failed biology in my freshman year because I no. like, it was just a hard, it was one of the hardest classes because it's a weed out for like, for like yes. med school. It was so hard. Like I couldn't figure it out. I, and, um, honestly, I think that's how I ended up at Elon. I looked, I thought about going to Pitt, but I needed a small school with small classes because I needed to show up. 
that's just the way I'm going to learn. Like I was not going to be able to do it but any I, other way. I figured it out really quick and got a little quick pep talk from my parents. Like, hey, you need to pull it together. And then I was three point three point. I ended up graduating with three point oh, that's and amazing. I was like three point seven five, pretty much after my freshman year. But it's hard to bring your GPA up. Yeah, it's always it's hard easy to bring to go it up. Down and really <laughs> easy to lose it. So I've totally. always. <laughs> Same with working out. I figured that out when I got oh older. Oh my now. gosh. <laughs> all right. We're going to keep on this football yeah. path, but we have to circle back through college and the roommate of it all because that's really funny. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're going to go back through there. Okay. So you're playing at Chapel Hill. It has to feel pretty good. You're doing well. Your grades are apparently up. At what point in college were you like, hey, this is maybe something I could do professionally? Did, did someone come to you and say that? Or do you have this goal? Like, take me through that phase of life. Um, I think once I got to college, it was like, all right, I did, I accomplished this. I got a full ride. Um, you know, I'm always been a very, I'm a, I have a super competitive side to me. I was the number one kicker coming out of high school. Nice. That was a big dream of mine to be the best player, the best kicker at my position or best player at my position coming out of high school. And then it was, all right, let me be the best college player I can be. Um, cause that only sets you up for a lot more options. And then I think after I kicked the game winner against Miami, my freshman year, which was, you know, still I read this about almost, <laughs> almost, tw almost 20 years ago now. It's oh, next year will be 20 years. That's crazy. And, um, cause I have like college kids that were like, Hey, so you was... were starting as a freshman. Yep. Nice buddy. That's awesome. So, I mean, that was the only reason I didn't go to Ohio state is because I would have to red shirt behind uh, Mike Nugent, who was, who's a really good kicker, um, at Ohio state. I wanted to play as a freshman. I felt like I was ready. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the big reasons I went to Chapel Hill. I think and, when you're competitive and athletic, like sitting in the bench probably doesn't feel that good. No, and I was, you know, like <laughs> sometimes you do need that year to like kind of get bigger and stronger, but I was pretty, I was pretty lucky. Like I was pretty, yeah, yeah, I was gifted and was able to, I was a little bit bigger as a freshman. So I was ready. I was hitting the ball pretty far and was, um, they needed, the, they, they had a need at, at, at the kicking position. So it was, um, so it worked out well. But I think after that kick my freshman year against Miami, it kind of, I guess that kind of set the tone for like, hey, like that really put me on the map. So it was with, early. It was early yeah. on. You were like, you know what? I was, eight, what? Yeah. I was 18. Okay. And uh, I had long hair and everyone thought I smoked a lot of marijuana. <laughs> I'm going to need a picture of this, Connor. Oh, You're going to have to send me one later. I've never, <laughs> I've still, I don't, I've never done drugs, nothing, but everyone just thought I was from the beach. Surfer guy, long hair. They're like, oh, that guy's so chill. You he know, must, he must do like a lot of like smoke a lot. And just, I'm like, no, man, I'm just, I grew up at the beach. I feel like it gives you a different sense of like. You're your more, yeah, you're more yeah. relaxed. You're not as uptight, and um, it's a way of life. It's a way of life here. It's true. And as people come here and visit, you just notice that it's like very, a little more. Stephen is also so laid back, yeah. and I think he compliments me so well because I don't know if you can yeah. tell you from just like. Oh. Well, it's, I'm a very like so we, yes, I'm a very chill, laid back guy, and kind of I'm a very like I have to, I always get up. I always say I get up like two hours earlier than two or three hours earlier than whatever I have to do because I like to really kind of like. Get my, I got to have my in. coffee and really, I don't like to just get up, jump into yeah. stuff. Like some people just can go work out. I have to get That's up, me, man. have some food, <laughs> like get something in my stomach and then go. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, so I just, after my freshman year, I was like, you know, that kick really like, I think put me on the national spotlight for my position. And as a freshman, um, that, I mean, they were the number four team in the country. So it was like, That's I think awesome. we pretty much ruin their national championship hopes. So you have this dream. You're like, okay, and you're getting better and you're playing through your college. You're like, okay, it's maybe becoming more real. How these things, I, I know people, then you get people, you get a manager, you get agents, you get yeah. the, how, how does that come? Like, do they seek you out? Do you seek them? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, as you, uh, as the season, as my, my sophomore year, I struggled a little bit, but then I got it back on track and went like, I only think I only missed three kicks between my junior and senior year. I love that you remember these things. Oh yeah. I can remember every Holy kick. Holy moly. I don't remember a lot of things sometimes, but I can remember like every <laughs> kick, everything. It's crazy when you're that. It's just, it's, it's. Your brain's just working on a different I level. mean, yeah. I, I can tell you every stat, every little thing I've done. Um, 
but wow. it's just I didn't miss one kick my junior year and then miss three my senior year. So, but did it's, you miss one kick? Are you just like beating yourself up for days, or do you forget about it? Like you got to go kick the ball again and like whatever, maybe ten more minutes. Depends on the kick. I mean, if it's okay. a short, if it's a short one, up absolutely. It's just you, you're replaying any kick you miss. You're just replaying it in your head every time. It's just it's Dang. sometimes you just don't sleep because you're just thinking about. If I would have just started the ball, because you know there's always usually wind in the stadium, and if it just it's just little things you know that this year I'm really off track. I'm so sorry. That ECU kicker missed. Yeah, I and people were sending him like death threats. Owen Daffer, yeah. So he's from here. I want to like go hug that kid well, and his mom. I sent him a message on Instagram. I'm so and, glad yeah, you did that. I sent him a message because what's wrong with people? That's that's why I'm glad I didn't play when there was. So, well, social I'm glad media. I wasn't in college when there was social media. I just couldn't imagine oh, the uh, access. I didn't know he was from here. That yeah. that I felt like yeah. I didn't know. I and I'm a nobody, but I felt I wanted as a mom to like, yeah. like buddy, it's okay. No, like, he's uh, he went to either I think it was either Hanover or finished at Laney, and he went geez. to some of my kicking camps. And uh, now you say that I think he did go to Laney. I sent oh him a message gosh. and just said, "Hey, man, keep it up, keep your head up, because it happens to everybody." I, I mean, love I you did that. My last kick in the NFL was a miss to tie a game, and I got cut after that. And never played again. So no. it's, so that was my last kick ever in my career. So it's a. Uh, <sighs> It's not that a big, you know of. Well, that I, no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> You're I'm, sure? I'm done. Okay. I'm done. But uh, so like for him, it's just, you know, I because I know how much stuff he was probably getting and the hate, like all the because it's just I hate the access that the regular public has to people now because it's just not and fair. He's not a celebrity. Like he is not huh. an NFL kicker. Like he is just a kid in college. Like it really shook me. I don't but, know. I was obsessing oh, yeah. about this. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I saw it and I was just like, let me send him a quick message because he's from here. So it's yeah. like, and just, I mean, all you can do is. All you can do is come back and sure. hey, I always say that the Miami kick, no one remembers that I missed one earlier in the game because sure. I kicked the game winner. So everyone only remembers you for your last kick. So like no one knows that I missed like a 35 yarder earlier in the game. And I'm like, oh, hell. Connor, I think I'm going to lose sleep tonight thinking about this for you. I can't. I didn't know that's how your career. Oh, yeah. yeah that's how it ended. Yeah. Jeez. So I got So I didn't even finish out my last year. I got released the right before Thanksgiving of 2017 and. That could be a whole other podcast. I have. I mean, I know I'm really all over the place. No, all right. it's, so but my, I think that's the. I think that's why. I think that's why podcasts are like that's amazing. So that yeah. <laughs> a lot that I've been on is just very like, you know, very regimented. So it's. I think it's good to really just kind of. You know, it's never bad to be off topic. Well, sometimes. thank you. And yeah. I do. I think I've said this before on my podcast, but I do this at my kitchen counter, my island, and I think it feels. It's which I want it to very conversational. Like when you have people over, which we do all the time, this is where you end up yeah. sitting around shooting the shit around my kitchen counter. Absolutely. You no, know, I love it. But so my enthusiasm from for football, and I was kind of telling you this off air before we started. I am from outside of Pittsburgh, and it's like to me being from Western PA is like being from Texas or something. Like we are football fanatics. Like I bleed black and gold. Like it's just in your blood. I went to even when I didn't want to against my will. So many Steeler games growing up. High school, like all of my buddies played football. We traveled to every away game. Like yeah. it was just a way of life. So I'm like, I could ask football questions all day long. Yeah. I will. We have to talk about other stuff too. Yeah, yeah. But Trip might kill me if I don't ask you a little bit about playing in Pittsburgh. He won. He, you know, I do feel like I've did, never played in Pittsburgh. How is that possible? The, I'm so glad because I've well, only crossed this part off. Sorry about I mean, no, I mean, I can tell you everything about the stadium, <laughs> but I've never, for some reason, I've never, I've played in every. You played for four teams? Oh, yeah, I've played for 10 years. And, I've, and you never I've, went no, to Pittsburgh. So I've never, the only two stadiums is Pittsburgh and Cleveland. That which is I'm okay with. It, I'm okay with. Did you play the Steelers on the road though? Oh yeah, I played the Steelers plenty of times. Do you but, feel like it's a different franchise? Is this just in our heads that we think nope, we just are you guys different, are, different breed? You guys travel so well. You got the terrible towel, and when, obviously, unfortunately, when I was in Tampa, we weren't as good. Obviously, they've really been. They've really stepped it up in the last few yeah. years, obviously, with Tom being there. But when I was there, we were 
we had one good season at 10 and six, but the rest of them were kind of, you know, so, so, and so a lot of times you'd get a lot more of the way team fans, especially Pittsburgh. Yeah. They travel like crazy. We just went this in December to the Panther Steeler game. And I, yeah. I had mixed feelings about taking, I took both my little girl too. You didn't get to meet her today, but we, but all four of us went and I was like, Oh, I just, my dream was to take him to Heinz field yeah. first. It didn't matter. It felt like we were there. Like no, it was so no. fun. I mean, I've never played there, but you feel the, it's just different. It's, it's just one of those things where like when you got a quarterback like Roethlisberger or you're playing against Peyton or like Drew Brees or Tom, there's just when you're out there in pregame, there's just a little different sense of like you can just tell there's a little more tension. And, yeah, um, all that, but no, never played. I'm glad I haven't because it's usually cold and windy there, and then Cleveland. So as that's well. what I was going to ask. Like I've heard, I can tell I don't you know who the Vegas, but they they say it's like hard no. to kick into the river and the oh, wind. Yeah. And like. I mean, I can tell you anything you want to hear about Pittsburgh. This, is it Heinz Field still? Yeah. Oh no, Acrosure. But I just know it's. Uh, I know. Um, why am I? I'm just blanking on people's names right now. But, that's because uh, that's the joy of a pot. No, it's, a, it's so embarrassing sometimes. I will sit here and I'm like, I for, you forget the word, the name. It's no, really he's like, a, he's like a he's the kicker at Pittsburgh. He's great. He's, he's been fantastic there oh my forever. Gosh, I'm forgetting his name Why, too. Steve, we're when we need him. He he's knows done everybody. A, he's done a he's just done a phenomenal job there. And it's Boswell. A tough, Boswell. There we go. So yeah. So Jeff Reed. Do you remember Jeff Reed? <laughs> yes. So totally. he's a he's a Carolina guy. I he, did know that. So he did great there. Obviously played there for a long time. And then Boswell's just come in and just, um, I mean, it's he's amazing. It's very hard to kick there for a long time, especially. So it's, he's, 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 um, you know what I was thinking about the team? I was looking, of course, doing my homework and thinking about the teams you played for. And it is hard to remember what they were like, what their records were like. I was the chiefs was your first team. And now, right. Yeah. Yes. The chiefs are so thinking fan, about their now. franchise now. Just for like how I can picture is, yeah. you know, I was there in 08 and we were, you know, uh, Herm Edwards was the coach, legendary coach. And, um, we were okay. We didn't just, didn't yeah. we just didn't have a star, good quarterbacks. We didn't have a star was quarterback. Big Pen. So yeah. I met him in Myrtle yeah. beach at a bachelorette party nice. and like, Oh nine. And guy. I like my friends had no clue. I'm like, that's Tyler thick And we were like getting, I swear we had bottle service, which I don't know where you can get that in Myrtle beach, but we were you can somewhere. Find it. I'm sure you can find anything in Myrtle beach. Um, <laughs> and he was actually really charming, like nice and funny, a little handsome no, dude. He's you know? fantastic. Yeah. I mean, he's all, we had a great time. I was there just for one year, but we had a blast. He's a fantastic guy. And you know, he was out of coastal Carolina and he had to earn his way to be a starter. And he's, awesome. he got to, he was a starter in the NFL, which what is, do you, what's he doing now? What do you think he's doing? I want to say he might be in real estate as well. Good for um, him. I think he's down there, but it's just cool. Um, he was a great guy. We used to hang out all the time and I love that. Cause we were both young when we were, I did think like, just, you never know what it's going to be like. I'm like, wow, he was, you wouldn't have known. He was like, I think he was still playing. I mean, starting quarterback then. Yeah, no, he was, yes, when I was there, is, he was this the, is definitely 09. Yeah. He was a starter. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously they've been through a few guys and obviously they found their guy now who's obviously, wow. I mean, he blows Amazing. my mind. So it's fun uh, to watch killing the bills every year. So, <laughs> okay. From team to team, what, how does that go? Or are, are these, I don't know. Oh, I didn't even let you answer the question about getting an agent and a manager. Oh, you're fine. No. So agents, <laughs> no agents. So you're obviously, they work, they work, agents work for you. Anybody you hire work for you. So you have so a, do people come to you or do yeah, you Yeah. So they're going to reach out to you because okay. that's the way it works. So they're going to obviously, it, the only time that you're working, you're a lot of, the only time you're looking for an agent is if you're not, you know, obviously I was, I did well. So agents are seeking your, they want to work with you because they obviously know they can sign you to contracts sure. and all that. And then you find your, you know, kickers are different. You're not going to have like a manager probably, but okay. you have an agent. And then you, you always, I always tell any college kids coming out is always separate your money from your agent. So 
always have a financial advisor that is not anywhere affiliated with your so agent. So at 21 years old, you got you have to have a, yeah, I guess you would because yeah. you actually have money where I so was I making s- like 30 grand out of well, college. Well, <laughs> I always tell, I tell everybody my life was reversed. I made all my money from 21 to 33. Oh, that's scary. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm having millions of dollars at, third, at 26 years old, right? So you, what the heck, you, how do you manage that, right? I, so. I, it's I wouldn't have. I would have. Well, I would have been one of those. I you got to really, you know, you have a, you have, you know, you have, a, you have a strong financial advisor who I'm still with today, Tim Herb with RBC, and awesome. He comes down to the garden party every year. You have to hear great guy. Can't well, wait. yeah. So he's. I'm hoping he's. He's supposed. To, he was supposed to call me this week. He's supposed to come down um, this year, but I've been with him since 2008, and then I've had my agent since. I went with a different agent out of college, went one year with him and I just didn't feel like he was really staying on top of things. And then I signed with Rob Roche, who has Justin Tucker and oh, cool. a lot of the kickers in the league. And he's just been a, he's been great for me. I'm a very loyal guy, which sometimes hurts me because I'm just, that's just the way I've been raised is that I don't, I just like, I like I f- that though. I mean, there could yeah, be worse things. It's good and bad. <laughs> I, you know, there's probably times where I probably should have maybe looked at changing that, but it's for me, it's like I tore my Achilles in 13 and he stayed with me and, you know, he only gets paid if I get paid. Right. So that's the way it works. And he stayed behind me. He had my back and stuff like that. How so that's long a, did that take to? About uh, 10 months to recover. So you missed one full season? I missed a like, whole season. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's a whole other story of <laughs> losing <laughs> lots of money and, uh, lo- and just going. That's when the kind of carousel of changing teams really happened because I tore my, not many kickers tear their Achilles on, yeah. their, on their kicking foot. And um, I was fine when I got back. But, you know, I was just signed a big deal in 12. Tort, so I played that year and then tore it in 13. And so after that, you're coming off a pretty big injury. And then you're very expensive because you're one of the top – probably the top five paid guy in the NFL for my position. Wow. And then our punter was very highly paid too. Sort of like, hey, one of you is getting released because we got to save some cap space. As yeah. You know, it's a very – obviously, it's a it's a business. And so after that, it was – but that's what kind of started the whole go to Denver, then to New Orleans for like a preseason. Is that, like, uh, is that a tough – I don't know. Does that like sting a little bit? Is like tough on your pride or you just know it's part of, I mean, again, again, you can say, I know it's part of the business, but Um, it's part of it. It's just, um, you know, you're, I'm a loyal person where you realize that the NFL is not a loyal business and that's just any profession that's anywhere. It's true. It's big, bit. yeah, I work for a large company too. When you're getting paid, when people are getting paid millions of dollars, it's about, it's the bottom line. Hey, like who's going to perform for us best. They're always trying to find someone that they can replace you for a little bit cheaper dollar, especially at a kick. The kicker and punter is a special position where, that's where teams think they can maybe cut cut, cut, cut costs a little bit yeah. when sometimes that's not the best idea to do. So, you know, and that's just the way it is. I mean, I learned really quick that you just can't trust anybody, but you're, you know, you're a team obviously. Right. But like, you're not, it's not like college or high school. Like you're still. I was going to ask, do you feel like you had that camaraderie with each of your yeah. teams? Like, do you make, you know, making friends? And- yeah. I mean, you're making friends. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you're a lot more better friends when you're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're making field goals, people are a lot more your friend, you know, I mean, everyone's always been cool. I've never had yeah. any issues. Like I, everyone always asked me, Hey, who was the worst player? I'm like, everyone was awesome. Like, like who was like a pain in the locker room, right? Sure. Everyone was cool. Like everyone was no one. That's good to hear. Everyone got along. I never had any issues. I never saw any issues. Um, but it's just like, like I always say, hey, if you're kicking good, people are going to like you. And that's yeah, just it, the It kind of makes sense. Like yes. I only missed one field goal in 2014 with Peyton Manning. So he has no reason to ever hate me because I had a good season with him. He, then I, I would never want anyone to crush this for me because he's one of my yeah. favorite, um, I, I guess, you know, people I don't know. I love everything uh, he touches, everything he does. I just think he like walks on water. Like he's so funny and good. No, and, he's amazing. Like, he, uh, so talented. Like, I'm, again, I love football. Like watching him play was, I didn't care who he was playing against. I would always watch him. I got there during, I got there in November. So I got, I went to Tampa, <laughs> I went to Tampa 
uh, let's see what happened. I got released from Tampa and I didn't get, I got released so late in preseason, like yeah. after the last game, teams had already made their rosters. Right. So they kind of, I don't say, the, I don't hate to say screwed on, they kind of screwed me because I had nowhere to go. Yeah. So I asked them to release me earlier, but they didn't release me till Ugh. the very end. And so I didn't get signed till like by later in the season in, in, in uh, Denver. And I got there and Peyton was like one of the first guys to ask him. And if he got nowhere to go for Thanksgiving, come Man. come on over. I, ended, I already had plans with my punter who was there because yeah. I knew his family and um, I punted with the brother in Kansas City. So I was just like, man, I probably should have taken up. Should have taken <laughs> Peyton up had on that yeah. with the Mannings. <laughs> but, he, you know, he was awesome. He'd always sit with us. I was his locker mate. So he was next to me in the locker room. Cool guy. Just I'm so glad to know. I would. I honestly wouldn't want to know. No, he's one of the nicest, coolest guys. I mean, we've sat and had lunch plenty of times in yeah. the locker room, and you know, you know what else is cool too is like you've got to live a lot of places and do. I mean, I, like I grew up in Washington, Pennsylvania. Then I went to Elon. Now I've just been kicking it in Wilmington for 15 yeah. years at the same job. Like you were seeing the world. It's hard know, um, bouncing around. It's been a little different now. Like I've been here since end of 17, and it's a little weird for me still because like I'm so used to being gone for six months seven months and yeah. then being back. So it's really been. So did you always come home when you were off? Like you didn't stay in your every year, whatever city you my, were. Uh, I trained with a guy named Hudson Rose and um, Hudson Rose athletics. And uh, he has his own gym out um, past Laney. Oh, awesome. I've been with him since 2010, 11. So you do all kinds of things or just athletic sports? Uh, he does sports only. Okay. He, he trains some executives too, but he's mostly, so he's got a lot of baseball guys now. Um, he, right now he's training the number one or two prospect in baseball for, awesome. he goes to South Brunswick, Walker Jenkins. He's a high school. He's a Somehow stud. I feel like I know his name. Is that weird? <laughs> oh, he's, he's, pro he might be the number one pick in the draft for baseball this wow. year. Yeah. He's a stud. So he's got him, a lot of baseball guys. Is he um, ditching college going straight? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Holy he's going to be the number one. I think That's he's hard for me to wrap my head around. I think he's committed to UNC, but he's going to be either the one or two pick in the draft. There's no way you can you pass can't get that Cause, you know, it's different for football. Like I think baseball, you try to, you got to get in early as you can right so football you need you have to develop in college like there's just no way there's only a few you guys you can't go from high school straight to it might be yeah. like maybe adrian peterson was like the only guy that could go <laughs> yes. from high school straight to the pros like i had to play against him in the all-american bowl in high school was he just ridiculous i had to kick off to him and it was the scariest thing i've ever seen he is <gasps> so fast um and and just a big guy so yeah. there's only if there might be a select few that could probably jump from high school to the pros in football, but there's, I don't. What do you think about that though? So say you have kids one day, you yeah. have a son, he's playing sports, he's athletic and he wants to go straight, straight to the MLB. Are you here for it? Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. I mean, you don't feel like there's like a part that's what like do going you do to college next? And, yes. I mean, I think it's important to like, uh, I think it's important. The foundation, I think is definitely like when they're younger going through, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school. I think that's where the really big foundation is. I think college gets a little bit scrambled up because with all the NIL. I'm not sure what I learned in college, but I had a really good time. Well, now with all the NIL, <laughs> with the NIL deals and stuff, with yeah. the name image, and, uh, name, image, and likeness thing where these kids are getting paid, these yeah. it's just ruining. Uh, we bought a lot of Tommy Tank swag, you know. Yeah, it's maybe? ruining. Uh, <laughs> I think it's ruining the college. Uh, so you're not like, don't agree with this nah, that we can like. I think it's important that I think it's not fair for kids not like I know these colleges are making a ton of money, right? So, right. and I think it's important, but I think there needs to be a way that they don't get access to the money immediately where it goes into a trust to where it forces them to at least like focus on sure. their sports and focus on academics and like actually enjoy the experience. Cause I mean, giving a 19 year old yeah. that, that insane amount of money, I just, I, I mean, can't wrap my head it around does it. does happen in other sports, yeah. like, you know, obviously golf, tennis, uh, baseball, sure. the hockey, I guess you can come out. Um, I know basketball obviously is now one year and you can go to the pros, but I think like, they're just got to, they got to, they got to get this under control where it's like, all right, okay, these guys are going to get money, but like they don't get it till they're after the junior year. I actually love this idea. I'm I here. Just, I, I will sign up your petition. Well, no, it's <laughs> just like, I, I mean, I didn't, I came out where it was like, you don't get like, 
I'm sure I would have gotten a nice handsome check well, after I kicking think a game you one. at 2122 going into yeah. the NFL. Like that, just getting that kind of money, what it can do. And you're lucky that, you know, it can, yeah. I'm sure no, it can really make you make some bad choices. No, it's, you just got to make sure. Uh, I got, I got super lucky and had a good background. You know, my family raised me very well and I had good, yeah. good, good character. And they taught me about things about how to like manage your money, but not everyone's I've that made, lucky. You I, have know? A, I'm a, I have a car problem. So I, I had issues when I was playing. <laughs> no, that's your vice. I'll take it. So, <laughs> but luckily, you know, I've been, I luckily I would just, I didn't have like 10 of them. I, at least I would trade them in, but yeah, but like, it's very, once you get, when you see that kind of money, it's, it's scary. I mean, I don't, it's, you know, I think with you getting, which perfect transition point, but you having your college degree and getting your background gave you opportunities for when you were done with the NFL. Like you okay. have been able to start your other businesses having that. I don't yeah. know. I mean, can you do these things without, I guess, I mean, I guess so. I mean, it, I think, you know, it's, I think it's harder now. I think like a lot of, you know, there's so much opportunity now for entrepreneurship with uh, the way, with all the social media it's platforms, true. Yeah, but it is harder. Like, you know, I always hear the things like, Oh, I started with $10,000. Very hard nowadays to start anything with $10,000. I mean, right. it's just, things have changed to where like, I got where I'm doing now is I'm lucky because it put me in a spot where like I could invest in real estate. I could playing football. Let me invest in real estate. Let me put money into blue shark vodka. Let me put, I've lost money in apps and I'm a big, like I take a lot of risks. Sometimes. Sure. Do people come to you like, Hey Connor, you, I, I got this thing going on. You want to oh, be yeah. part of it? Oh yeah. Okay. I've lost money. I've been in lawsuits and wow, it's been like a whole world. I just, yeah, can't it's even just, imagine. you know, yeah. you, you obviously like, I always, I love like, uh, it's like, um, he's uh, there's a couple actors that i know that are like they, they dabble in different it's like it's important to put stuff in different little pots sure and hopefully one hits so like i never put all my eggs in one basket but i got some stuff in real estate i got stuff in blue shark so real estate was your first thing after yeah. um coming out of the nfl i just love um i have this creative side that don't know where i got it from but um we I just, were just talking about this off air and i i asked him who um was helping him do the design and interior design and connor told me he does it himself which is really impressive yeah i just um is that like sexist of me that I thought you needed no. some like <laughs> I guess I should like, I mean, would you like some help <laughs> yeah I mean I think you don't I think interior design is probably still uh female, female dominant, dominant right? like which is which is awesome I mean I, I have my my one of my good buddy's wife's an awesome interior designer and um shout out to Rachel yeah right to Rachel Rachel and Nest <laughs> Rachel Honig oh she did my whole uh she did my whole new house she is amazing yeah she's yeah. awesome so she's still we still talk you know we'll throw ideas back and forth and uh but I just always like I don't know I just got lucky I think to where I have this ability to match colors, which is a very big deal when you're designing a house. Again, what a stereotype, but you don't now, think an athlete also has this ability I do push, to I do push the limit on my, <laughs> I do push the limit a little bit. Well, sometimes um, that's in, you know? Like the house we're doing on, I'm doing an old military off Greenville Loop is like iron, it's iron ore, which is like a charcoal gray on the two sides of the house. And then I have like a light, light gray on the regular house. Awesome. So it's, I'm pushing, you know, it's a little so different. So are you more like flipping houses or... Like if I want to go buy a house tomorrow, can I call you? Yeah. I mean, I can, I will have two for sale. I'm not going I, no. anywhere, but just. <laughs> I do. I do. I did. I started with flips and then okay. I didn't like the, I didn't like that. I had to kind of sometimes be dictated by the floor plan of like renovating a house where sure. like I had to have the master upstairs, which I'm a, I like masters downstairs or like having two masters options, Ooh. which is I did in my, in, Goals. in the house we did just, we just, the house we built uh, last year on tolls. We have two, we have dual masters. Where is that again? Um, off Greenville loop on the water down. Um, so you got like tolls. So if I turn left on Greenwood on Greenville yep. loop. Yeah. You got like also, if you turn, go down Greenville loop, uh -huh. all the, if you're going down from Oleander, taking a left, um, by Wrightsville beach brewery, yeah. 
all the house, suppose most of those streets on the left go down to the water. Yeah, like Shinwood. So like Shinwood. So you got tolls. Shinwood Rich. So it goes, yeah. So it goes tolls. And I think it's like Shinwood, uh, Turtle, Turtle I Hall. Love Shin- yeah, Turtle Hall. So, oh, but gosh, what's cool stunning. about all those neighborhoods is they all have a little cut through. So if you have bikes and have kids, Absolutely. they can all kind of like cut through to the different neighborhoods. And so I bought a lot off tolls back in like, I think it was in 19 or 18. And that was my first true like build from scratch. I can see how that could be such a passion project. Like that yeah. sounds so fun. It's, you it's, got the means to do it. And I have and a very expensive taste and that's my, my builder <laughs> Drew has been like, has learned to rein me in because I'm just, I, I have these like California. Drew, like Petra and Drew? Yeah, yeah. No way. So Drew Schaefer, he builds all my houses. I love that yeah. family. So he's amazing. He does a great job. Roost Home Building. I Shout like, out. I can't think their last name and I go Petra and Drew. Yeah, <laughs> so Schaefer, but he doesn't ever, Drew Schaefer, I'm sorry, he does buddy. not like, he's very, he's hilarious because he does not promote like any of his business. He's pretty much referral. Oh, sorry. No shout out. He's referral. <laughs> no, no, he's referral based only, which is cool because, like, you know, he's like, he doesn't have a website. Doesn't he? Doesn't really. Sh- he doesn't like, need it. He doesn't need it because he's, he's probably awesome. got like seven or eight projects right now. And he's obviously what I love about him is he's big on his family. That's first. Him and his family is Petra and the kids, and then he's all about like having good relationships with clients and that. That's what I love. So he's not just building just to build to make like money. The cookie it's, cutter. It's like he wants to get yeah. in the relationship. He wants to have a relationship with the client, which I think is important. And they like, have great taste too. Yeah. Homes are stunning. Oh, yeah. Yes. And they've, uh, we've, we met randomly through a realtor and I was looking at property off of Masonboro Loop and the rest is history. I we're, love that. So we're on our third, third, third house together. And the thing is we'd be on a lot more, but we're doing very kind of bigger extensive projects. Sure. And, um, well, and it gives uh, you that balance and it gives you time to do some yeah. of your other things. So when did Blue Shark Vodka come in your life? How did this come to be? Because I am a fan. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. No, we're uh, we're trying to flip one Tito's drinker after another to, to Blue Shark. Hey, you got uh, one right here. Yeah, one right here. Because we're pretty much, that's kind of our goal is to one day, you know, we'll never obviously be where, you know, we'll never be a Tito. I mean, it'd be awesome to become a Tito's, but they're the kind of the one to chase because they have done so, so I don't well. know anything about this business like where yeah. are they making this vodka uh, so we did we were distilling in in Wilmington behind okay. uh, off of Mar- in, in Dutch Square so no we're way. so we're different than so end of days is a little bit more in the open with the eyes I do of the know public them. she worked out with me for yeah. years they're so, lovely um, they're a little bit more in the public eye because they got the distillery they got the tasting room yeah where we are a little bit different where we're just hey let's we want to scale and be a national brand quick um, so we don't really our whole thing is we don't, we have like these proprietary stills that we don't like a ton of people to see. Cause okay. like if you have the money to like to invest in this stuff, you could probably kind of be similar to what we do. Cause we're very, we have a big belief in like consistency and like we have the ability to make vodka. Picture and people still in Willy Wonka's secrets here. We could, I mean, we can't, we, so our, our, our stills can talk. So we, we distill now in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's where our big, big, big headquarters is. Okay. Um, so that's where. Do you bottle it there too? Yep. Everything. I love the bottle. Yeah. So Triple asked if you could have that bottle yeah, over yeah. there when oh, we were done. Yeah. No, I'm like, I don't know. Because <laughs> the shark's in it. That's our, like, <laughs> uh, that's our, we call that the Miley Cyrus. That's our like original. The Miley that's, Cyrus. That's what, that's what, yeah, we call it, I mean, that's, that is like the, uh, that's the original, that's the OG right there. Well, and, you know what guys, there'll be a picture coming your way and you should totally check it out. So can you, how, can people ship it to, like, are, well, how many states are you in? Like, where in, can people? <clears throat> we're in all of North Carolina. South, we're now in um, like Myrtle Beach, Charleston area. So we're slowly What's getting. What's the process look like to get on somebody's menu at the bar or somebody's ABC store? It's or hard. Whatever they call it's, it in their it's, state. it's hard to. ABCs is, I mean, North Carolina is hard because it's state regulated. So, so. once you're in though, you're in because yeah. they're everywhere. Yeah. Once you're in, you're in, but it's tough because you know, you're not, it's different. South Carolina is almost like the wild, wild west where most states where you can, they can kind of, <laughs> Shocking. they can price it kind of like, they don't have to like, you know, state, it's state regulated here. So, but in South Carolina, one store might price 
um, this shark in the bottle a little bit higher than another. So they can kind of regulate how they want to do it. I actually think that Stephen did say that. Yeah. Okay. But North Carolina is obviously the toughest. So once we, we've kind of, we've done really well here. We're the number one, we're the number one vodka in North Carolina Connor, by, by far. Congratulations. Yeah. That's so we're, awesome. we're doing really well. The half gallon has been a massive success for us. So we started out with the blown shark, the, the blown, blown bottle with the shark. I, in it. This is the downside of having a podcast. I wish everyone, I'm going to put a picture up, yeah. but it's really cool. So that was our like original bottle. And so it's boutique, it's blown glass. It's a little more fragile, but it's beautiful because every shark that no one knows that every single bottle is different. It's the same, obviously amount of alcohol and right. it's 750 milliliters, but each bottle, each shark is different. So any bottle you get, every shark is blown. The glass is blown a little bit different. So you're never going to get wow. this. So when you pick up a bottle at the store, you're never going to get the same one, which is cool. Yeah. But so we sell that at a higher price point. But then I tried Blue Shark at Neptune's back before it was <laughs> before it was renovated. Yeah. So this is probably what we've been around for Good four. Old we'll be five years old next year, not this summer, but the following summer. So I feel we should have a party. I like that. I, do I you think, like that I weed us? Yeah, I like that. We, uh, I want to say I tried it. So that must have been two or three years now. I was at Neptune's having a drink because I'm a vodka guy. I like, I drank a lot of, I didn't, I never really drank Tito's, but I drank Kettle One. Okay. Um, I'm a vodka soda. Try to be healthy. Sure. If I do drink that or tequila. And, um, and the bartender, Christopher, who's now at Dockside, he was like, hey, man, because he was always serving there. He was like, you need to try this vodka called Blue Shark. And I'm like, eh. I've had some bad North Carolina vodkas yeah. and I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to get, he's like, no, just try this. So I tried it on some ice and I was like, man, this is, this is not from North Carolina. This is ridiculous. And I'm like, a, and that's why I like to tell my story to people. Cause I'm like unbiased. Cause I did not know you who, had no clue. I didn't know the owners. So did you go seek them out? Yeah. So I tried it and I was like, I have to, I have to figure this out. Cause I mean, it's a, I just, you know, I'm obviously you know, with done with football and I'm trying to invest in things that are going to, you know, down the road, set up my family and stuff like that. So I was like, man, this is, this is a home run. Like the yeah. bottles, the, the, the packaging is amazing. The, the taste is as good or better than kettle one. I'll drink this all day over kettle one. It's more expensive. So I met the owner and I had a bunch of mutual friends. Is he from here? Uh, yeah. He okay. Well, he's not from here originally, but he lives over off of, um, he's on Harbor Island. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he's, um, he's done very well in his career. He's, a uh, He's a Navy diver. Oh, I love that. And, um, but he's been in the he's been in the industry for a long time with Seagrams. He was in sales for them, international sales for them for years. Okay. So he knows the business. So we had mutual friends, and I, we had coffee one morning. And he's a very early riser. So it was, early, it was an early coffee. <laughs> I am Get not, up, let's go. I am not an you early. You wake up at 2 a.m. to prep so you can have he, your chill time. <laughs> that guy is walking the loop at 4 a.m. He's he wow. is and he's and he's got to be 70 now, and um, he is just he's got that just like Navy SEAL, like that's just another level of like his kind of badass. Yeah, though. Nah, I love he's, that. Uh, yeah. If you want to learn from a man, that guy's drive is it's insane. Like, I love when people inspire me like that. You know, uh, make I mean, you want to be better. Go hang with him for a day and you, I'm like, how are you still, you're, how are your eyes, how are you awake right now? <laughs> he's like, I just drove from Outer Banks back to Wilmington to Greensboro. I'm like, just hustling. Yeah, I mean, day. he's I the it. one that's keeping our, the dream alive. And so we met and um, I started on the advisory board and then I was just like, man, I, so he was instantly open, like, sure. Like we could use him. Well, not to, he wouldn't let me invest in the beginning, okay. <laughs> but then I was like, man, no, 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 I got to be a part of this. Like, this is too, this is just amazing. I'm from Wilmington. I love the ocean. Like, this is just my yeah, brand. It makes sense. And so we started talking and I joined the team and I helped develop or helped design the new fifth and half gallon. That's awesome. And, Cause we just kind of talked, we sat at my beach house one day and he was just like, I was like, what do you want to do with the companies? I mean, I want to, I want to go after Tito's. I was like, well, we need to, then we need to get another bottle to be at a little better price point. 
that's more like, Hey, I don't want to drink. Like I, everyone wanted to keep the bottle. Cause it's so nice. You know, I swear I know. No, people need knowing to see none it. of yeah. this story triples. Like, can I have this bottle yeah. when you're done? So people want to put sand in it, put lights in it. And I'm like, that's great. This but, is making me feel better. Cause I was like, yeah. you're not, and I don't know if I can give you a vodka bottle, yeah. but maybe well, we, you know? we do not, we do not <laughs> condone underage drinking, but, uh, but I just thought that, so we designed another bottle, a half gallon and a fifth that was a, at a better price point that okay. we could sell to the masses and people aren't like, I got to keep this bottle, same vodka. And we've had awesome. to explain that sometimes, like it's, it's even though the same, it's the it same the vodka, same. it's yeah. just a different. So you kind of, I mean, you already said it's the highest selling North Carolina. So you've just watched this just continue to grow yeah. and rise and that's really it's, cool. Yeah. So now we're in South, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Las Vegas, and we're in Coronados because he's a Navy, Navy SEAL. Okay. So we're in, uh, we're not in San Diego proper yet, but we're, we're in all the ABC stores in, in Coronado, wow. which is cool. So, you know, so that's kind of our Western, I imagine that's going to become our, like San or uh, Vegas is kind of our like Western hub because a lot of our. You know, we get some, the way the shipping works, it just works out better for us. And we got, sure. a, and then we got a big facility out there that we can churn out the vodka and it's. Well, I am a fan. I liked your website. Yeah. Like, I feel like the marketing we made, um, when I sent you that picture the other day, we had made one of the recipes on the website. Nice. You know, I just yeah, kind of no, like you're all doing a really good job with it. It's just, you know, it's, it's hard. Like we're a small team. So like when you're saying about restaurants and stuff, it's ABC stores is easier, but it's just hard to visit every store and just like, yeah. and the hardest thing is just like, I've learned is like, there's just there's no loyalty in the liquor business. Like, you know, we go back to that big business. Yeah, we go, we we try to bend over backwards to really, when we come in and really just share our vodka with a new restaurant, we really will do whatever it takes to, you know, we'll be there whenever do tastings or we'll help you with doing something, you know, putting a drink on the menu. But it's hard sometimes because so many GMs are gone and, you know, it's just really tough these days with the, with the economy and, one day it's this this GM, then six months later it's somebody else, and it's just. Do very, restaurants help you as much as like get them in a store? No, okay. no I mean it's. I would think that'd no, be such a small number compared to. But I mean, I think that like it's like hopefully as you know we get in as we're in more ABC stores and more people hear about it, um, you know, more restaurants will bring it in. And are you ever sitting there? Though? I think it's cool when the bartender asks you like, "What kind of liquor you want in there?" and like. Like if I'm getting, I like, a, yeah. I'm a tequila drinker yeah. and, you know, like pick it, like you want to hear somebody be like, I want the blue shark. Well, like I want Casamigos. We have tequila, <laughs> we have tequila coming out June 1st. No way. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you need a t- taste I mean, tester. that's a, it's like true hundred percent agave from Jalisco, Mexico. Oh, I can't yeah, wait. So it's a real deal. It's not like any, it's not, it is the true, like. I'm so excited. That really, I, I did yeah. love it. I'm just not a huge vodka, you know, everyone's got their thing. So yeah. I'm excited. It's called, Hossi, it's like called Hacienda Chaktoon and it's, you're um, going to have to like the text us are, Is it going to look awesome too? The bottles are, I haven't seen the actual bottle, but the labels are gorgeous. Oh, I and, can't wait. Um, it's getting bottled right now. And cause in order to be real tequila it has to be, the bottles have to be shipped down to Mexico, Jalisco. It has to be bottled and distilled in Mexico. Um, how much do you have to foresee this? Like, do you have to be in Mexico a lot? And, uh, I'm not, so the, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm more of I'm like, a, no, he's, stuff. he's about to, he's heading down there shortly. That's he's awesome. going to Vegas to check on, um, our, our distillery out there. And then he's going to fly down to Guadalajara. Cause Gosh. it's very like, so yeah, I like can't if, imagine. if it is not like, a, if it says it's gotta be hundred percent blue agave to be from, uh, it's gotta be from Jalisco. So it's got a nom, which is like your tequila house number. Yeah. And all that, so it's 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 the real deal. It's going to be. Um, I think we'll be the first real like North Carolina tequila. I am so excited for you guys, Connor. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, I am going to wrap this up. I told him it would be like forty five minutes. <laughs> we might be over. I have no idea. But I did tease this earlier, so we've got you. Got to give us like two seconds here and entertain the world. I. I can't, I'm pretty sure I didn't make this up, but did you or did you not room with Chase Rice in college? <laughs> I did. Yeah. How, like, did you know him or that's just a fluke that they threw the two of you together? No, we, uh, we came in, we were, it was a fluke that we were in the same recruiting class. Okay. So we came in the you same. You didn't know him. No, I didn't know him. Um, we came in the same official visit for Carolina and kind of hit it off and, uh, 
I always joke you came in like wearing jean shorts. I was like, man, you can't wear uh, this clown can't, can't be wear, my <laughs> can't be wearing jean shorts. I always joke with him because I'm actually seeing him and I'm actually going over to see him in two weeks in Nashville. That's awesome. He's playing a show on my birthday, Ooh. which is kind of cool. Happy so. birthday. Yeah, coming yeah, up. So. You know, I texted um Casey, which isn't your brother named Casey. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of funny too. So yeah. I texted Casey Rice the other like, I don't know, a couple weeks yeah. ago. I'm like, listen, Chase is coming in April. <laughs> Can he help a girl out? And yeah, he said maybe. So I'm going to yeah, need you to maybe. like push this for I want to know how many. I, I've gotten about 190 requests too for uh, tickets and VIP stuff. Oh, for and, wanting. Well, because, well, you know, we're best. We're, yeah. you know, and obviously that's, that's Casey's his brother. So between me and him, and Casey's I'm sure. like, well, I'm having a baby. I'm like, because Casey, you yeah. come. We'll have a beer. Yeah. We'll sit down on my podcast 30 minutes. I have an, actual, <laughs> I have an event. I have uh-huh. a, if anybody wants to, if anybody fishes, I'm on the Bill Dooley Educational Foundation. I'm the vice president. Um, and we award scholarships to local and surrounding kids for high school to college. And that's amazing. We have a fishing tournament coming up in April. That we, it's our second annual, um, the Bill Dooley fishing tournament. And it's for, you know, offshore fishing, big boats. And yeah. the, the thing is, so that our awards banquet is the same night as the concert. So oh, I have to, sorry, like, bro. He's taking so, back so I'm going to have to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to like, cause I'm the vice president. So I'm like, I'm going to have to ask Marie, our, our, our president. Hey, is there a way I can, sneak out Scoot maybe out really. or like just to go and get to see my buddy chase because uh yeah so did so. you guys hit it off right away oh I yeah mean, yeah i, I mean that. we're just you know he's a laid-back guy and um we just became good buddies and so we didn't um we didn't room with each other freshman year but then we ended up uh me and him lived together our sophomore year and then we got and then everton it was like me and him my sophomore year and then junior and senior year we just got bigger and bigger houses and then i love it so i watched him blossom from i mean i watched him well, both your careers just like yeah. took off I mean, like, I watched, that's wild yeah i watched the whole process of him not ever he didn't play guitar till junior year of college i so, didn't i only know this from casey like you yeah, know when so we're, he's yeah. uh, i mean he i mean he literally was not like a he never played when like you know you hear most people play when they're young yeah he did not he was football all the way and got hurt and like I need something you know, to pass the time. Yeah, and it's unfortunately, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, their dad passed away in yeah. college and all that. And I think that really motivated him to start writing. And he's, I mean, he just, you know, I think like football, a lot of things is like it's timing and like luck. And sure, I hate to say it. I mean, it also is hard work, but there's a lot of other things with luck and timing. And I think it worked out perfect. He moved to Nashville and knew uh, Brian from Florida Georgia Line, and and so they lived together. Those guys before FGO bef- became big. Yeah. So I knew FG- I, I knew FGO when they were like touring out of a Tahoe. That's so, wild. Yeah. So like I've no- yeah. So it's like now they're obviously yeah, well, they're not together anymore, music. but they're they're they yeah. they blew up like. I have like dreams of them getting back together though. I think they're just take- doing yeah. their own thing. I could see them. Yeah. Back so together. they're so yeah. So <laughs> Chase just you know he's he's a marketing wise he's a great looking guy. The the ladies love him and uh, he's well. It's just to me like one it's like one door closed yeah. but another one like I know it's cheesy but he still found a way to do something successful and passionate about it. You know I mean it's awesome. I'll say he works. Uh, it's like but I always try to, you know it comes back to that guy put in the you know, he didn't just go there and it just happened. He <laughs> right. put in the, he put in the work and I've seen imagine. the hours he put in, in the, in the room writing and just to get his tour going. And I mean, it was not like it just happened. You know, yeah. he, you know, he, he put in the time worked and hard. he worked yeah. hard and uh, it'd be cool. I'm, he's playing at the Ryman in, in Nashville and in, in two weeks and I'm excited. I've, I've never seen him play Are you there. guys going for the weekend? Or are you? I'm going to go. I, you you going with your girlfriend? No, I told her I was like, um, oh dang, well, cause, cause, well, the Azalea Festival is that whole week. Sure. So I told her, I, cause he's a, I will love playing golf now. So we're going to play some golf and catch up and then I'm going to catch the show with him and then fly back. My mom's birthday is the day after mine. Okay. And I'll get back. So you'll and, be here for the garden party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I just said, we things. can celebrate my birthday all yeah. week and, and all that. I'm not a big birthday. Like I like celebrating other people's birthdays. 100%. And so for me, it was Pressure's like, off. I don't yeah. get to see him very often. So like when I can, and he's starting to play a lot more golf. So it's fun. I just want to, you know catch up with him for a little bit That's and just have awesome. some guy time and i love that you all stay yeah. friends and made it work when busy schedules and life it, going all different ways i'm he's touring 
I think from March till I think it's every weekend till like September. Well, I'm stoked. I'm I'm happy for her. I think that's I don't know why I think that's so funny. Yeah. It's just like what are the odds? <laughs> it's uh, like, it's crazy. He's like, but he was a he was a phenomenal football player too. It just yeah. you know, he actually you know he found the. I want to say Casey told me to learn to play guitar so he could get some girls, but you know, uh, he's, I don't <laughs> Which think I he's think uh, it worked. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's been. I don't, I don't think it's too hard anymore. So. <laughs> oh, so. Connor, thank you yeah. so much for doing this, guys. You can check out Blue Shark. Well, actually, why don't you do this? Tell us where we can find you, how yeah. we can get your things. Like, tell tell everybody more. Um, yeah, I mean, we can get Blue Shark vodka. We're in all every single county in North Carolina, so all ABC stores. We're in a lot of local, mostly the local restaurants here in Wilmington. Just ask for it. The cool part is like I always tell people, ask for it if they don't have it. Hey, just say, Hey, you guys should carry it or, you Ooh, know, I like that plug. Yeah. And then, um, we're in, you know, we're, we're starting to get into more restaurants in the Raleigh and Charlotte and just, it takes time. And then we're also in, um, we're now in Myrtle beach, uh, Charleston outside of Charleston. So Sullivan's Isle of Palms yeah. We're down. So Pose has been a big account for us because they started down sure. there. And then we're also, if you're ever out in Las Vegas, we're in a few of the casinos and then we're in, um, all the Lee's liquor which is they got like 28 locations out there. And then awesome. if you just happen to be in San Diego, we're on Coronado Island, which is a beautiful place. I mean, ho the Hotel Dell is premier. Um, I have a from, solid yeah. two listeners out of San Diego. So um, hey, Spencer and so, Aubrey, you heard it here first. So the Hotel Dell <laughs> is like, I mean, that's a gorgeous hotel to stay at. So we're in all the liquor stores in Coronado Island. And then, you know, we'll, it takes time. We don't want to, our, our whole thing was, we're always like, hey, we're from North Carolina. We're always going to take care of North Carolina first, especially here in New Hanover County. And then that's kind of our, we never want to ever miss ever miss an order here. That's just our home sure. state. And then, um, so we're kind of we're COVID, you know, pushed us back a little bit, and that's just with a lot of things. Sure. But uh, we'd probably be in twenty nine, thirty states if there wasn't COVID. Um, but so and we're just a, what, yeah. Never, I could go. I mean, what a yeah. crazy point in time. But that's okay. Keep but going. hey, the fact that we <laughs> hey the fact we started the, like, the and, fact uh, that we started like kind of right before COVID, and we're doing what we're doing now is huge because a lot of companies like especially star spirits companies that started kind of didn't make it yeah so the fact that we made it through is awesome and now we're kind of really getting that we're gaining ground again i love it so i think you know hopefully in the next you know next few years we'll be really uh having a good presence in the, you in, can, in, U in the united states yes so. follow him on social media it's yeah. connor barth y'all and blue shark vodka of course has a page yeah. i'm excited for this tequila adventure yeah, i tequila can't wait I, i've never seen uh, people <laughs> like the north carolina's abc has been like i don't know i guess tequila is the is the, is the spirit because they've already like they're like we will take it all i'm stoked because i think but i think it's because blue shark's been so successful yeah so it's kind of nice and uh so it's a separate obviously it's a whole separate thing so Love it's not it. blue shark tequila. It's okay. I got Tossy you. Tossy into is, is the, Oh, that name. And I heard the, <laughs> our, the website's going to be awesome. Uh, Mark sent me some pictures of the agave down in, down in Jalisco of the, the plants. And, um, it's going to be pretty, it's going to be, he never, he always, he sets the bar with the design and the bottle. The packaging is going to be just as good as blue shark. So it's going to be, I think it's gonna be exciting and it's going to be a really good price point. It's not going to be like, you know, Casamigos is going from like 20 what? something bucks to like 50. It's insane. So we're going to be more I feel in offended. that. I feel like you should be grandfathered in yeah. if you've been drinking this for a while. We're going to be more in that <laughs> like, chips. probably be more in that mid twenties to high twenties. Cause okay. we want people to be able to enjoy it. And I think, um, I know we got to wrap it up, but tequila is like wine, you know? So like I've found tequilas that are 25 bucks or 20 bucks. that are just as good as 80. Uh, 80. So absolutely. I think it's important. What's cool. I like is that we're, we'll be able to do really cool tastings around town because like you can really do tequila tasting. Yes. It's like, so we're doing a Blanco and a Reposado. So it's, should be exciting and it'll be a good price point where it's still going to be super easy to sip because I've had the, I haven't had the Reposado. I've had the Blanco and it was phenomenal, 
Um, but it'll be great to put in margaritas and all I'm that so stuff. I'm so excited but for you. I can't I'm wait. a big believer. It's got to taste good. Just, just like on some ice too. Like, how cool you're watching this project. I know you got into the vodka when it was already going, but yeah. now you're watching this one, like yeah. from the ground up. Yeah, like that's uh, really cool. Connor. Yeah. I love so it. It's, uh, it's been fun. I've learned a ton and, uh, it's, it's exciting. So we'll hopefully we'll just All keep right, guys, growing. we might have them back yeah. when the tequila drops, you know, <laughs> I could keep going and going, yeah. but, um, please continue to listen and support me. You guys can follow me on Spotify at bright minds with Ashmon. Um, you can like it, you can follow me and you can give me five stars, which would be even cooler. Um, I appreciate you guys staying tuned. Have a good one.